This episode of Hood and Holistic Podcast is sponsored by Jasma Bell, owner and operator of Avis Budget Group Franchise. They're based out of Tomball, Texas. The address is 29010 Tomball Parkway, 77375. The business phone number is 281-255-3215. Anyone who mentions Hood and Holistic will receive 10 to 25% off of their rental. Holidays are right around the corner. If you're in need of a rental, contact 281-255-3215. Mention Hood and Holistic to receive 10 to 25% off. Yes, you will get 10 to 25% off if you mention Hood and Holistic. Welcome to Hood and Holistic House Talk. I'm Court. And I'm Ash. And we've come to shift the frequency. Grab your libations. We're, We're in, in tune. tune. Peace, Peace and gratitude for tuning in. All right, so this series is about battling mental health within a relationship. This is our personal experiences of the things that we faced and overcome. I hope it's as therapeutic for you guys as it is for us. This is Sabrina Claudio, Confidently Lost. So we tapping in, tapping in, tapping in. What up, people? What's good, y'all? Thank you for coming back to another episode. Another one. Hood and Holistic Podcast. Thank y'all for starting our Mondays off with us. Yeah. First and foremost. But um, how you feeling today, Ashley? I'm feeling good. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. All right. I'm feeling good. I'm in a good space. I slept well. <laughs> I feel welcome to our room. Oh, yeah. We recording this live mm-hmm. from the from the bedroom boom. <laughs> uh, Hi. where what they say where the magic happens. Oh, you feel me? Um, yeah, we want to switch it up a little bit, give y'all a different little vibe, a different little feel, you know. You know, because our whole house is like a, a shrine <laughs> of some sort. Every room has something going on, so we had to bring it of... bring it live from the bedroom yeah. today. Yeah. How you feeling, mind, body, and spirit? Mind, body, and spirit. I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, you know, my focus is off right now. I'm sorry. Why is your focus <laughs> off? What are you on? What are you thinking about? I'm looking outside at the cars, <laughs> but no. Seriously, um, it's getting very close to the end of the year. The end of the year just so happens to be my birthday, coincidentally. Yes. New Year's Eve. And so uh, I get to, in this in this uh, headspace right now, I'm very reflective. 
So I'm just thinking about a lot of things. Okay. Um, not only in my personal life, but in the world. You know how how the world has changed so much in my 33 years of living. And uh, yeah. So that's what. Oh yeah, you are 33. Something in my face or something. Ain't none of your face. I was about to be you 34, but I'm 34. Of course, you don't know how old you are. So. Let that be your thing. I know how old I am. Yes, okay? and you're 33 years of living. My little cougar. So, like, a lot of stuff is changing. Yes. So, yeah, around this time, I just get very, you know, my mind starts doing Reflective. this. Reflective. Yeah, reflecting thing. Which kind of led us to where we are now with um, this series. Yes. We're going into relationships and mental health. Mental health, yeah. For this series. So, um... In our relationship, this is something that, you know, kind of came about over time. And I think with the discussion about mental health that's going on right now, I think a lot more a lot uh, a lot more people can be open about what they battle with up front. Yes. Versus it being something that you come into learning. But also um understand that a lot of things are kind of highlighted. When you get around people. Mm-hmm. So you might not even know that you deal with these things. Or that you go through these things. Because you're not really in those spaces. Um, you know. Especially being. through those situations. Yeah, yeah. Especially being. You know. Intimately involved. Um, so this is specifically about relationships with your partner. Or your spouse. Um, totally different from relationships that you have with family and friends. But it's also relatable yeah. to those relationships as well. So, welcome to this series. Yes. Um, oh, we got to shout out people out. Shout out to the people that are continuing to listen to SoundCloud links. Yes. Um, shout out to people that have ventured over to Spotify. Shout out to the people uh, who give reviews. Yes, the people that's you know, giving us five stars on Apple Music or yes. Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Shout out to everybody that's listening, people that get to tune in visually. We gonna thank have you, a, a Patreon, a YouTube. Big open it shout up for out y'all. to our sponsors. Get that off the table. Okay. You didn't hear that? No. You didn't hear that buzz? I didn't hear nothing. Okay. Uh, big shout out to our sponsors, everybody that's t- um tuning in, inquiring about sponsorship. Yes. Um. And to the people who have uh, supported the podcast. For sure. If you got yeah. your merch, we ship our merch every week. Thank y'all. Yes, y'all look You know what I'm good. saying? Y'all, 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 y'all definitely keeping hood and holistic afloat. Yes. We thank you. But yeah. So um let's let's get into the get into today's topic. Okay. Um Ash. What's up? Share with us. Some of the mental health uh, issues, or I can't say, I don't, I don't really like saying in- issues. Uh, let's see. Mental Some of health. Roadblocks. Okay. That you face. Okay. <laughs> let's say um, that. So, I've dealt with anxiety. And I think it comes from me being a hypochondriac. Yeah. And it took me a while to connect it and understand it and and all of that, but for sure that's what it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you saying th- like yes, it is. I think anxiety for you stems from a lot of things. You do not just 
being a hypochondriac. I think that's a that may be a I result. Think that's my, my major, my top one. Yeah. That I worry yeah, about. Yeah. So so what what factors do you think uh, kind of led you to becoming like a hypochondriac? Like. Mm, I think okay, so I'm already like a worry wart kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first discovered that I had anxiety, I didn't know what it was. I thought something was wrong with my heart mm-hmm. because I've had open heart surgery, and uh, that's when I was 20. So I moved to New York. So dig deeper, bro. Like go back. You didn't just all of a sudden have a heart issue. No, no, no. I, I, okay. I went in, uh, I had a common call. Mm-hmm. Doctor was listening to my heart, end up hearing a murmur. And so I went in for a, a common call and I came out having to have heart surgery. Right. Like over the time. Um, so that's how that came about. Okay. The, the issue with the heart, just cause I know people, they, they want to know everything. Right. Was I had a leaky valve. And it was something that I was born with, but it wasn't detected until I got older and the actual murmur got louder to where it could be heard. Yeah. Um, and so that was re- repaired. I don't, I'm not on any medication or, you know, anything like that. It's was 100% um, fixed. Right. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, when I was going through that, I didn't know that it was... Um, like a dramatic experience because I, I was 20 and I'm just like kind of just living in the moment. I'm like, what's going on? I, I don't know. I, I kind of was living outside of myself, if that makes sense. It was yeah. like, do whatever you need to do with me to get me wherever I need to be. And so mm-hmm. far as with paperwork or like anything like that, my mom and my granny was dealing with it. I wasn't there emotionally. Right. You was like completely I wasn't, detached. I wasn't sad. I yeah. didn't cry. I wasn't depressed i i didn't get angry i was I think, nothing i was just like in that in that yeah. instant you was more like fearless whatever happens happened. yeah i'm not yeah very fearless but i don't even know if that was just like me coping with like something that's just so dramatic is about to happen to me to where i'm like i can't even give it a lot i just have i don't to, think you preface that know. well because from what you told me as far as being a kid you was always in the hospital i was always in the hospital you battle with asthma yes so this is not like a, one it's not one situation that's what i say it's not a one yeah, it's not one. thing it's so like over time up, you had over time this, growing up i was a little kid the little allergy asthmatic kid who sits out for pe like that was, <laughs> you know that little that little kid i was that little it's kid. not funny but it's, it's so funny because like, <laughs> i could just see you yeah i'm like I can't play. I always had my inhaler, and the kids used to want to puff, puff it, and, and blow smoke like they smoke can, can it. Can I just tell this one story? What? When when I first started like realizing I needed to work out and run, uh-huh. and I'd be like, "Ash, come run with me." You like, I can't run. Like <laughs> I have asthma. I'm like, nigga, what? You like 28, bro? You finna run this trail? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not running. Even your grandmother like. Before we went to Dallas, she's like, make sure you got your, your uh, breathing machine. Your machine. And you're yeah. like, what? I was just like, okay, granny. <laughs> but she, yeah. So this is like an ongoing It's an ongoing thing. thing. Okay. When I was 17, I almost died from an asthma attack. Yeah, I literally like, like woke up with my arms and legs attached to the bed with a tube down my throat. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like I've yeah. completely passed out. So just in my life, I've dealt with things dealing with my health. Right. 
now that I'm older, I'm blessed that I've been really healthy. And I think now I, I reflect back on like, oh my God, this could happen. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that could happen. Right. You know, because those things happened to me then. Mm-hmm. And now I'm older, I understand like, whoa, you you went through some shit. Right. Like, open right. heart surgery, like your shit was open. Like, yeah. And then I just think about all of that now. And it, I don't know, I guess I feel all the emotions mm-hmm. and, that I didn't feel when I was younger. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It, it was kind of traumatic for you it was a traumatic but, experience but being that you were outside of your body you wasn't feeling your feels at that very right. moment yeah. i was kind of just relying on my mother and my grandmother to take care of me right and i didn't have to take care of myself right so now i take care i have to take care of ash i have to mm-hmm. make sure that i'm healthy that i am well mm-hmm. back then everything was like it's, i know i got my kid. mother i know i got my granny they they praying over me they taking care of me and mm-hmm. like i'm just leaving my life in their hands right yeah. yeah, that's 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 where that stemmed from. Right. So, the anxiety didn't happen until I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. I lived there for a couple of years. Moved back to Houston, and my heart just used to palpitate, and I just used to be freaked out, and like where I was seeing shit and all kind of shit. Yeah. Like I would just stare in my closet and be like, "Is this something? Like I feel like I see something, like dead ass." Yeah. And it would freak me out, and I would go in the living room, like where my mom was at, and like I feel like my heart being fast, like I feel shaky, like I didn't know. Right. And she would be like, "As y'all, you doing drugs?" Duh. I'm like, I'm not doing no damn drugs. Like, I don't know why I'm that's feeling like, like that's that. That's like on the Whitney doctor we was watching, and she was like, uh, she was telling her mama, like, she always seen a man or something, and her mama would be like, oh, that's just the devil. Yeah. And it's like, nah, like, you haunted by something or something. Like, I was anxious. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I was making shit up in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I just thought just, like, reading about, like, my symptoms, mm-hmm. and then anxiety came up. <sighs> Stay the fuck off of WebMD <laughs> if you are a hypochondriac, especially if you married to a real nigga, because that nigga <sighs> going to be like, what the fuck is wrong Shut with you, up. dog? No, I'm no but um, I'm I had to figure it out why my heart was just was beating like that and like why I was feeling like that. So I went to my cardiologist mm-hmm. and he hooked me up to everything and he was like, Tell me what's going on. Tell me about your life. What are you going through? You know, and because mm-hmm. I'm not seeing anything going on with your anxiety. I mean, I'm sorry, with your heart or anything like that. It has to be anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what is that? Yeah. And so that's when he started explaining to me. He was like, trust me, give it a little bit of time, get settled home, get you a job, get back in the flow, and then you'll see it. it it'll go away. It'll gradually go away. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to go see my regular physician. She said the same thing, mm-hmm. but it was anxiety. So she put me on a medication that I never used. It just kind of sat there. Mm-hmm. But um, I dealt with it on my own, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You thought you was dealing with it on your own. Well, yeah, I, I thought. <laughs> I don't like to attach it to me. Like, that's why I'm not like, hey, I'm Ashley and I have anxiety. And right, I know a lot right, of people do that right. online lately. Right, right, right. Like. It's like, it's like, like AA, you have to own the problem before you can like tackle it. Mm-hmm. So I think when people are saying that they have anxiety or they have, they suffer from depression, 
you're owning it, but you also like subconsciously telling yourself that this is you mm-hmm. and this is where you are and this is where you will be. And for me, mental health did not work that way. How did it? So when did you realize that you were dealing with, first of all, what is it that you feel like you deal with? I think, uh, for a while, for a long time, I dealt with depression but I've never been uh, clinically diagnosed with depression. Let me say that. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of times we have a hard time taking advice from people that's not, uh, did you go see a doctor about that? Or did you, like, as if you kind of negate what you go through because you haven't been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of shitty. Everybody with depression has not seen a doctor. Just because you go to the doctor and the doctor is diagnosing you, Kanye West, for an example, doesn't mean that's what you're suffering from. Right. He's, he openly said he was misdiagnosed as being bipolar. I think a lot of black people are misdiagnosed. We we know, speaking to you know different doctors, that a lot of the tests that are ran are not based on metrics for black people. Exactly. They're not. Like, yeah. and, and this is what you know. doctors aren't telling you. They don't tell you a lot of shit. Um um, they misdiagnose us a lot. So I, I didn't feel the need to go uh, see about whether or not I had depression. My attitude about it was like, I have to deal with it. I have to figure out ways to cope. Um, just to give a little background about myself, um, I've always been like an athlete uh, and super involved in uh, school, uh, student government, so- something. Everything, yeah. Um, Extracurricular. And so, yeah. And so, um, graduating from school and getting into the workforce, it was a big adjustment for me. Okay. And I'm hearing, like, NBA players and former NBA players talk about it, or, you know, WNBA players talk about this now. But at the time, which was maybe, like, six, five or six years ago, there was nobody talking about how to deal with coming out of being a big fish in a small pond to the fucking world. Right. To being like everybody else. Right. So, like, if you have ever been a college athlete or, you know, in different clubs, there's, like, special treatment that you receive. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not have to <laughs> go to class all the time. Everybody fucking knows who you are. Right. You get, You might get a check. That you really didn't work for, you know, that you're not physically working for. Mm. Because honestly, you know, as a college athlete, we we ain't paid for shit. We not paid for the shit we do. Tuition? Cool. Okay. But motherfuckers was eating ramen noodles. I remember patching up dollars with my teammates to go get Little Caesars pieces. So it's like, you know, we could have been paid more. But you get what I'm saying. You you get a check for whatever. Um, and, and, And you have to adjust to like. Going to a job where you're making minimum wage, no one fucking knows your name. They don't give a fuck that you uh, can't get to work on time. Right. <laughs> or when you right. want to call in like you don't go to class. They don't give a fuck about that. Right. And so I think just being thrusted into um, a position where I'm having to change my psyche. Like, I'm I'm no longer me. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that becomes your identity. Like, right. being a, a, a basketball player... That became my fucking identity. Like, 
that's all I knew, right. right? And I had totally forgot that shit. I like to sing. I like to write. I like to draw. I like to do all kind of shit. I forgot that being that basketball was a thing that put me on this mega stage, like what everybody fucking know who you are. Yeah. So coming out of that, I feel like I slipped into this depression. Not only that, but it was like I didn't have job experience. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have any no skills. Yeah, like other than me being um, kind of being able to figure things out and being a, a visual learner, like I could see you do it and do it, like yeah, whatever it is. Real quick, yeah. Outside of that, I didn't have anything I could put on a resume. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a resume, period. And so they don't teach you how to manage your money in school. They don't teach you different ways you can hustle and, and do things, which is great. I love the internet for offering this insight on so many different ways you can make some type of money for yourself and some type of living outside of going to college. Right. Because when I was young, that's all I knew. Like, and I honestly didn't want to go to school until I was, I didn't want to go to college until I was like in 11, 12th grade. I didn't know what I possessed for a long time. Like I had coaches and teachers tell me like, since I can remember, like you like special. Yeah. I don't, I don't and it didn't really matter to me because I just wanted to fit in with everybody. Not everybody is special. Kids will tease you if you like to read, if you a nerd. Kids will get on your ass. So I just want to, like, coast just like everybody else. Yeah. So I found myself in a new relationship mm-hmm. back home because I had been out of Houston for, like, eight, t- damn near 10 years. Yeah. Back home, minimum wage job, um, no car, just, like, down bad. Yeah. And I slipped. And the thing is, I I remember the very moment I started sleeping, I couldn't sleep. Mm. I couldn't sleep and I was eating a lot. You remember that? Yeah. Like, we had gained so much fucking weight. Like, So, what age was this? Probably like 27, 28. Okay. Well, wait. I met you when we were 27. 20, okay. Well, 28, 29. 20, like 29, yeah. 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 29. And, and what's so crazy is I see so many people like stressing out because they 29. And I think I might have did that, but it had nothing to do with me being 29. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. even when I first moved here, I was like, ass, I never really had a job. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like 27. 27, I was a professional student until I was fucking 27. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I really didn't have any, like, nothing. And I'm like, I, I, okay. Me and my homie, we was working in a warehouse. She got me on at the warehouse she was working in. I think we was making like 8 or $9. I remember that. No fucking money. Yeah. I would ride the bus to work you or you would home. drive me off at yeah. her house and we would ride with somebody. Shout out to my nigga, man. Because we done been through some shit. <laughs> me and my bro Mick. But um, yeah. So I just found myself in this weird place where like nobody know who you are. Yeah. Like nobody know what you've done. Like wh- who are you now? I had to find a whole new identity. Right. Like not even because I, I was always securing myself, but it was like being myself wasn't enough at the time. So I just slipped into this like what did that feel like? Like what did it actually like if was, a person is experiencing de- depression like like you mm-hmm. and they don't realize it. What would you say exactly it felt like and it looked like? Just like sadness, you can't really get out the bed. You either eat or or eat a lot or not eat. Um I was I know I remember I was crying a lot. Yeah. I was just going through this whole... I think you were a very angry person, too. Very, super angry. Yeah. So very quick-tempered. 
I can honestly say a, another thing that played into my depression was just watching things unfold on social media. Mm. So, like, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Sandra Bland, all this was happening at the same time I'm, like, battling myself. Yeah. And I'm so involved in the shit. And you know, like, I study, like, certain cases. Not even the people, it's the cases. And they make me uncomfortable. And it's like, I get so involved, I would have dreams. I was reading fucking medical apartheid at oh the time. God. And I was having so self-sabotaging. Bro, and it's not even knowing. Yeah. It's not even knowing. Like, these things are not good for you. So I'm having dreams, nightmares, insomnia. If I do get sleep, it's like two or three hours. I remember And that. I would be up, like, functioning like I'm normal. We was going out. I was drinking a lot. Yes. You know, just yes. doing a lot of shit, not knowing, like, oh, shit, you really, you really, like, disregarding your fucking self right now. Right. Just, You're not taking care of yourself. You don't even know something is wrong. And I've always been, like, a person, like, a high tolerance of pain physically. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I was turning into that person mentally. Mentally. Like, nothing's breaking through to me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm like a concrete fucking wall. Like, I don't feel nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was very difficult to... Um, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, I I thought that that was just kind of like a part of your personality. Like, I thought you were like mean. Like mm-hmm. like an angry person. You always say that. Yeah. And but you lie. weren't. I didn't care. No, you, you were very nonchalant about everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you nonchalant is the first word I learned how to spell. Yes. My mama used to spell that shit out to her friends when she was talking shit about me. And I'd be like, well, I know what that means. She, you know, in. <laughs> you know, in challenge. You know, yeah. you don't know what the fuck. Right. You don't how know to pronounce it. shit. But yeah. Um, That's so funny. I thought that was my character too. I'm trying to figure out did you see my mental health? Things that I had going on, or did I see yours first? You saw mine first. I saw yours first. Yes. And the first thing that you... I think when you realized that, like, I was getting too involved in, like, um, the news Mm -hmm. and the stuff that I was reading and just watching the news. Yeah. uh, You would say, you don't... You're not watching CNN no more. You don't get to watch the news no more. Yeah. And I'd be like... That's not, I can't handle this. Like, that's not the problem. Then you say you can't read that no more. And, like, don't do that. And then and then you told me something I always remember. Like, something that I remember when I wake up. It's like, you cannot save the world. That's what you said. You was like, you have to worry about yourself first. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And it's like two years into our relationship. Three yeah. years. We was battling a lot at three years, okay? Yeah. But that was just something that I re- remember you saying. It's like, you can't say the world, bro. Like, And I was like, yeah, you right. I think, like, it's so funny. I th- Well, our first year, we were long distance. And I think a peak of it that I, that I saw of you was when one of them, um, I don't know his name, but he was executed. You were following uh, that case of a. It was- oh, um, oh, uh, I know who you talk about. I know who you talking about. This is like two thousand eleven. Yeah, it's gonna kill you because. Oh <laughs> you know- <laughs> yeah, but- the justice. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Well, go ahead. I'm okay, sorry. and for days though, I would talk to you. You were so down. Yeah. Like, and then they actually did execute him, and they- they're like. 
fucked you up. Yeah, because like, I think they executed him and then they end up like exonerating him, saying yeah. that he was not guilty like a year later. But you were really in it. Yeah, because I was watching. I, I had watched that it. case his yeah. whole, the whole time he was in jail. And, that and was I the can't first, call this fucking up. That's the first time I witnessed, like, you can get very attached mm-hmm. to something like that. And it will, you know, mentally have you in a bad place, in a dark place, and mm-hmm. really down, really sad. And you're not realizing that somebody um, else issue or trauma or emotions or sadness or hurt or pain, like, you are taking it on. Right. You right. know, yeah, that's I think that was the first time I damn, like, I can't even call that man name. Uh, <laughs> and he was, it, it's here, he was here, of course, yeah, he was in Texas. But yeah, the, I think the first time that I realized that you was battling something bigger than yourself, uh, I, I, I don't even recall the first time you had a panic attack, but I remember long distance, you would get like flustered, yeah. And I thought it was just because you was clingy, which mm. which you are clingy. I am clingy. God, you clingy. But I like it. It's cute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you would get flustered. You was like, well, I got to know. And yeah. that, didn't, that didn't have a face until we moved together. And you would get like. I would feel overwhelmed. Worked up. Yeah. You know, if it, if it's like you don't have a certain amount of. Control. Yeah, like you would feel it yeah. some type of way, or if you couldn't do this, or I remember you would like take off work. Uh, you would have these bad migraines. Yes. And and you would have you had a doctor's note that said like if I get a migraine I get to leave. Yeah. And you was leaving like twice a week. Yeah. Like and, um, I think that that's a part of like the, the, the whole stress anxiety. Stress. Migraine. A lot of that shit was stress. Like, all those. that kind of. Because now you don't even have migraines. Like no. I, you don't work in the same environment either. If I have a migraine, I can pinpoint it. Like mm-hmm. lately, my I've been having a, a tiny one, but it's because I just hair. retwisted my locks. Yeah. So yeah, but it was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Even, even like just being worried, like every little thing, you like, I gotta go to the doctor. I gotta go to the doctor, and yeah. then you like, well, the doctor's giving me bad news, so I don't want to go to the doctor. So it's like I'm gonna just worry. I'm gonna just look it up online, and I'm gonna drive myself crazy. Yes, the and, the, um, the hypochondriac in me. That shit was crazy. Like yeah. you would have panic attacks out of nowhere. Yeah, and and I think a lot of that it is was like, my subconscious though. Not only that, but a lot of our energy it is it, so intertwined now. Mm-hmm. It's like even like to this day, like. If I look at you, I feel some. T- I feel something from you. I have to ask you, and we have to solve it right then. Because if we don't, it's gonna go, and then it's gonna affect me, yes. or vice versa. So yes. if I know that I'm like, like with this uh, recent passing of Kim Porter, and I just got like obsessed with, you know, because we learn so much about a person after they die, and when a person when she past she just became diddy's ex but she's so much more than that and it mm-hmm. bothered me so now i have to know more and more about you know her yeah. and and then i came to you and i said ash i feel away mm-hmm. like and i, I don't want to be here but i'm letting you know that that's where i'm at yeah and you was like well let's talk about it and i said no because i don't want to dump it on you i'm gonna put it in a song i'm gonna put it in a poem yeah, and that's what I'm. A, that's how I'm a vent. Like, yeah, cause it's way more therapeutic for me now. I don't have to like. Uh, you don't have to be an ear for me when I feel away about shit. I could just go like, and then you hear it that way, and it come out totally different. Like, 
Yeah. So you like, I want to know, I want to know. And then sometimes it's protecting, like like how you protect me. When right. I ask you, you be like, let me handle it first and then I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Which I love because now we don't have to like, I know it's cool to have somebody to lean on or somebody that got your back, but we don't have to have that because mm-hmm. we strong enough to handle our own shit. It could definitely become like a codependent thing right? when like I'm looking for you to, because my, my panic attacks at what this was maybe two years ago when my panic attacks mm-hmm. was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would calm me down. Yeah. It was two years So ago. like you would bring me water, uh, you would fan me, you know, and, well, I and tell to me talk to, to you on the phone, tell me to um, breathe deep and stuff like that. And so I had to learn how to do those things by myself right. because I'm like, First of all, it was fucking with you, right? To where it was like it was it was becoming overwhelming for you, and it's just like Ash. I, I know you wanted me to just pull it together, get it together, but I feel like you started feeling like overwhelmed, like you was taking all my shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and and you had that feeling too. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we we moved to that one spot where there was no sun, and oh uh, and that I was depressed. Was so I had actually lost my job. I think I was out of work for like. Three months, like yeah. four months, it was a while. Yeah, and um, we lived in this spot that didn't have any sun, and I just remember you saying, like, if 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 you depressed, then it got to be me to pick you up. Mm-hmm. And and I said no. I said if I'm depressed, I'm depressed. It don't have nothing to do with you. Yeah, like you can't be depressed with me. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so I think that was reciprocated when your anxiety started flaring, and I was like, "Let me help you. Let me mm-hmm. show. Let me give you some tools. You know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah. like you gave me some tools. Let me give yeah. you some tools to help you through, and talk you through it. And that way, when you going through this, you can hear my voice, and you say, "Okay, I gotta do my shallow breathing. I gotta do my deep breathing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I gotta calm myself down. And right. so yeah, it, it yeah. did get to a point. But even in in that. We ended up in therapy. We ended up in therapy, like. But that's something completely different. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like we was all that she was leading issues up in the relationship that yeah. did not have to do with mental health. Which no, is, no, no. Yeah. But we ended up. In we therapy. did end up in <laughs> therapy. We ended up in some which type of I'm therapy. like such an advocate for. Hell yeah! Like going through therapist. it. Yeah. But um, hold on. So let me give y'all some signs. For depression. Okay. Um, the the overwhelming feeling of sadness from nowhere, like just just creep up on you, like oh, like for me it's like I feel when that hormone change, like I yeah. I feel I don't know what the hell you know I haven't got into it that deep. I don't know what switches, but I feel it. Um, loss of interest. One thing that brought me back into the light, which we we will get into that later, is I did start working out. I mm-hmm. mean, that was something I was used to, something that I had took two, three years off from doing, cause yeah. like I just fell totally out of being an athlete. But I realized it's super therapeutic. Um, weight, like I said, we picked up weight. You may be losing weight. You might not be eating. You may be slowing down what you regularly be doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. You're not interested in the things you were once interested in. Um, you worry a lot. Mm-hmm. Insomnia. I had insomnia like a motherfucker. Um, you might be neglectful. And what's so crazy about the neglect part is I was talking to my grandmother maybe like six or seven months ago. And she tells me about my mother's depression. Mm. 
when I was a child. Yeah. And it was so crazy because I'm like, wow, I never heard that story. Right. You know, I, I get into my grandma's head and I start asking her all these questions and make her pull out that Rolodex for me. Yeah. Because I got to know. And uh, she was like, I just remember one day I come to the house and you had ate all the popsicles out the house because your mama didn't get out of the bed and she wouldn't eat. Wow. She wasn't eating. And she was like, I had to come. I would have to come over there and pray for my child and bathe her many a days because she just was depressed. So Damn. I think, you know, a part of depression, If like my mother had me young, so I could just imagine the stress that she had on her body as a child, as a yeah, as a child. Yeah. Um, that I may have inherited a little bit. And, um, yeah, so um, memory loss. Definitely mm. being forgetful and all of that shit. Girl, Maybe you wouldn't lose some... your head if it wasn't attached to your shoulders. Oh, my God. I'm so better. Oh, you're so much better. It's crazy. But, yeah, so those are just some signs that I noticed, like, in myself. Oh, yeah. I think for me would be... Um, have you ever just seen me like stuck where I'm like staring or like I just feel like look like I'm like kind of like where you at? Like I would do that a lot and that means mm-hmm. I'm in my head and I'm not in my and head I'd in a like, good nope. way. You know, and so immediately like and it, that's like a pre-sign. Yes. Like yeah. that's like beginner 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 like where you where you see immediately, "Oh, let me let me stop. Yeah. Let me get out of that because I'll sit and then I just go somewhere. They have this uh, thing with Beyonce at a game and she doing this, like rocking this shit, and I'm like, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> she thinking about that, all the bitches he was cheating with. That's a free sign. That's what Ashley was doing. And I wasn't thinking about all the bitches you was cheating no, with. Of course, though. <laughs> I wasn't cheating with no bitches. Um, uh, another thing is. Um, I don't know. I just, I will be, I will worry a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, about shit that I can't control. Ooh. That's the main thing. You can kind of worry about something that you can, you know, I can change that. You right. know, I can do something. That's different. But if it's some shit that's like completely out of your hand, like the unknown, like you cannot be worrying about the unknown. That shit will drive you insane. Um, and now I know that there, I have triggers. Right. And so I make sure that I, you know, stay away from my triggers. I have things that that uh, keep me feeling like I'm, how can I say this? Like feeling like I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to eat healthy. I have to take, your vitamins. take my vitamins. I have to do my yoga. I have to do my meditation. Like I have to do all the, I, I really do. I, and I know online it looked like it's, you know, yeah. a lot of people make it look cute. But the shit is like very fucking real for me. Yeah. Like, um... I just I just have to make sure I stay out of my head, mm-hmm. like period. Like that's the main thing. My anxiety, like literally, starts in here, mm-hmm. and then it shows within my body, and mm-hmm. that's when my heart palpitates, and that's when I get lightheaded and shortness of breath. But it's my mind is we gotta lead a function because that's just going. I've on. had to leave functions before. Uh, Sometimes now I know that I am a bit of an empath where I can feel other energies. Yeah. So if I don't feel away before I get there, then I start feeling away. It there. might not be the best vibe for us. It might not be a good vibe, or I can tell myself, Ashley, that's not your emotions that you're feeling that somebody else is because when before you got here, you, you were was just fine. fine. Yeah. So get back to where you was at, and you need to have these conversations with yourself. Yeah, real nigga conversations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much what. You know, it kind of, some of my 
you know, signs, signs. Yeah. of what it what it looks like for me. I've I've said that uh, learning your partner's uh, traumas and triggers is a love language because we've learned to communicate so much better now that we know what triggers yeah. that anxiety feeling, what triggers that depressive like depressive episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's. It need to be in the in the five. It's the six. It is you know definitely. What I'm yeah, it's the, it's it the, definitely it's the plus one. So like, I think far as in dealing with a person, like when I deal with you, and I know that you're going through those moments, mm-hmm. um, I try to be, I try to remove myself, like far as with any little issues that I have. Yes. Like if I things that I can't complain about, yes. I avoid complaining. Thank you, you. know <laughs> I appreciate it. Shut up. No, but like seriously, if you can be just very selfless mm-hmm. during those times. That's a great word. Yeah. That help that can help out your partner a lot, so that, that you can be. Because there's a lot of shit you can avoid if you just don't interject your personal feelings. Yeah, it's like right now it's not about you, bro. And I, if I'm if I'm feeling the way, I shouldn't have to tell you it's not about you because you know it's not about you right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. Yeah. Um, running your bath water, lighting candles. So hold on. So now we're getting into how we coped. Yeah. Right. How yeah. we came through. One thing I, I don't want y'all to get confused with this. We're sharing it now because we already kind of went through it. So it's not new for us. Yeah. So if we telling you some shit that you see online that is becoming a trend or is trendy, please. I don't want you to think, oh, they just saying that. No. This no, is, this is like four years. Yeah, like we've been in, we've been in yeah. the game for a little minute. We've been testing and trying out different things for a minute. Yeah. So just because you see it's becoming a trend online don't mean we just started. Or just because we sharing these tips don't mean this is something. This is this is uh 10,000 hours. <laughs> this is practice. This is shooting in the gym. Yeah. You know, this is a result of. So, yeah. yeah. So, let's get into some of the things that we started to do. A lot of things that have become lifestyle, like the way we live now. I think one of the things, I have to take it back to when we were living off M side. Because that's when. (laughs) That's the place with no light. That Yeah, that was the place that didn't have natural light. No sunlight got in there. And so, we had to create light within the house. Mm -hmm. We filled it with crystals. We start like I remember we got our first first yoga mat. We only had one. Mat. We had one mat, but we would both get on that <laughs> mat together. Like I'm not even joking, and do our little tantra poses and things like that. We started with our deep breathing together. Yeah. Um, and then we started to eat healthier. Right. Because that also can play into depression and anxiety too if you're eating bad. And I know people that are. I'm like me personally. I'm not into. Um, taking medicine. Mm-hmm. Ashley, when I met you, you was like, you'll take the Benadryl, you'll take whatever, whatever you need. Whatever. <laughs> and so... If I got a migraine, I'm taking she take it. Yeah, she probably, and, and I'm like, man, it's not healthy to take Advil every day. She yeah. didn't give a fuck. It's like, I, I got a migraine. Like, I'm hurting. So, I, so like, our healthy balance was, uh, like, holistic care. Like, holistic methods to, like, so that she's not... Even getting a migraine. Right. Now you don't even have to worry about Advil. Or like, for me, I think I was smoking 
a lot, a lot, a lot. Like now, I don't even smoke. Yeah, a lot. You just now you smoke. For, uh, it's rec- recreational. It's just like chill type of it's thing. It's not like all day a habit. I gotta be no hell yeah. no. But like um, getting into uh, meditation. And yes. you, I fought you on meditation for like years. You did. I was like, I don't you was know. Like, I can't I'm not do that. that. I'm like, Hold I can't on. do that. You fought me on Meatless Mondays. I fought you on Meatless Mondays. You was like, I'm not eating that. In 2013, bro. Like, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> what we supposed to eat? <laughs> I needed the beef. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I definitely fought you yeah. on Meatless Mondays for like, yeah, five years ago. Wasn't having it. None of that. None of the. None of the. None of what we do now was flying. Everything is. Yeah. What? But like incorporating those things, we became more aware. Mm. So I think a major thing that we did too that that we had to do at that time was declutter our space. Yes. We had a lot of clothes, a lot of shoes, a lot of shit in the house, just shit, mad shit, and we literally like took out. And um, donated like half of our closet, mm-hmm. like so. Just we had a room. We had an extra room that was full of clothing, filled with clothing and shit. We are, okay. So if you've been around long enough, you know Ashley was selling selling shit on the internet back in the gap. Uh, we actually were making jewelry. Yeah. During a period of our, our when I first moved to Houston. In 2012, 2011, yeah. like we was making We're jewelry, painting on wood, and, and I feel resin. like life started happening, and we set that completely down. Like we we, we wasn't stopped. doing that shit at yeah, all. We completely stopped. And in this space where we began to eat clean and uh, practice yoga and tantra, um, the 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 inspiration to create came back. It did, and it ain't left. And and we were carrying stones. Now, one thing about me, I'm not the type of person to be like, I came into what I'm doing and nobody gave me nothing. Right. It's all me. Yeah. No. Yeah. We were actually, um, I think a girl did your hair. Yes. And she was like, I just got married. I want to hang out. We hang out. I don't click with a lot of people. I actually click with her wife. Her wife is into stones and she started talking to me. And yeah. one thing about me, I'm a where there's light, there's court. If you can give me some game, I am all fucking oh, ears. Yeah. So she started talking to me about stones, and um, I was like, oh, it was an amethyst there. It was an amethyst in the tiger's eye. Yeah. And she was like telling me, this is the energy for this. This is the energy for this. Da-da-da. Go to this place. They have a whole lot of stuff. Da-da-da. So before we even get into stones, we're researching. Yeah. We're like, okay, I got this. I got a bloodstone. We still had the stones. I got a rose quartz, an amethyst, a bloodstone, a pyrite. A clear quartz. Clear quartz, a chrysocolla. Chrysocolla. <laughs> I mean, we had all of yeah. these stones, right? And we like, before we just get into this, we're going to see, before we go deep into what the stones are, we're going to see what they do. So yeah. we got the stones in the corner of the house. We had like rose quartz and over amethyst the, over, the over the bed because we wasn't having sex. It was like a very, that type yeah, of time we in our not, relationship. Yeah. And so we start noticing that things are easing back, you know. It's getting lighter. It's getting lighter in the house. Yeah. And um, someone asked us for a mask because they remember us making jewelry. Yeah. And this is, we ain't made jewelry in two years, two, three years maybe. Someone asked us for a mask. And uh, 
immediately we was like, we can do that. Yeah. We ain't never did this shit. If y'all peep, if you even peep the, the cover for this podcast, um, you see the mask in the background. That's our house. Right. So masks became a huge inspiration for us for Before everything we Before the mask, we were washing the crystals, though. Yeah. That's what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were washing the crystals. We were losing the crystals. Louis was eating them. Louis was eating them. Um, they were just getting we lost were, they were getting lost they will always come so back we wanted we to figure out how can we keep the crystals keep the crystals i'm like well we can wear them so we made we tried to wire wrap yeah we were already pretty crafty people. yeah, yeah we yeah. were already we making all jewelry kind of shit. and shit yeah, that's so we like. end up making the pieces with wire wrap that was whack like I like for it. us like for us people that do wire wrapping you guys got fucking skills yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah for people like Myself and Essie, who can make anything out of anything. That copper wire wore us out. <laughs> Very much so. so. So, I went and got some class. Yes. She asked about the mask. Yeah. We had started we, we had had start start wrapping playing, it with the clay. Playing with the clay. And we made the mask. Yeah. Um, And from then, not only did we find purpose in what we were doing, as far as the stones, like, already carrying them, life just started turning around start getting lighter like yeah. life just started turning around I, talk, I was like out of work i ended up finding a job ended up finding two jobs i was working two jobs at some point you were working two jobs and um like i was I, like and oh shit. i got i got a job as a store manager and i said i said man i know you never been a store manager but you don't apply for nothing other than management yeah because you're you're a boss in my eyes like Period. You know how to do everything. You know how to build something up. You are, you know how to create. That's why we're successful. Cause Thank like you, you got baby. the business mind, bro. Anyways, I, I was like, bro, go for this job. You ain't got no, you ain't got no experience and no, no real experience. But you can put it down there. Yeah, she put it. I make your resume. Spruce it the fuck up. Yeah, I'm whole running a store. Boop. Hated it. it. They don't fucking know this lady. Don't know what she doing. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I was out. I was in there. Yeah, for you, two years I you, was in there. You was like, babe, I, man, you'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm going. Oh, shit, and that good. shit caused a lot of my fucking anxiety. Sometimes you be wanting something and asking for things that you ain't ready for and that you do not want. Hey, but but you gotta go through it. You again. Got, you had to you had to figure that out on your own. Yeah, because a lot of times I always say I see people blessings turn to fucking nightmares every day online. Shit. People was praying for cars, got them cars. You can't pay the bill. They didn't came and got that hoe. God damn. Y'all was praying for them big ass houses. Them hoes didn't flooded and not. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like even us, we wanted to live in this tiny space. Oh fucking bad. Oh my god. That's a different. We gotta say that. Story. We ain't even shared that story. We gotta say that story. We didn't. But definitely, I have a different perspective of money now. Oh, being hell that yeah. I've made so much coin. Yes. And I was so stressed out. My anxiety was at its peak. <laughs> Actually, when my anxiety, when I was having panic attacks back to back like that, that's when I was a store manager. More money, more problems, bro. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. I hated it. And I and I seen that shit, and I was like, you know what? We got something. We ain't got. You ain't got to do that. Yeah. But hold on. So back to what we was getting into, right? Okay. So we start wrapping the stones uh, with clay. We start playing with the clay. We start making African masks. Uh, a friend of the family, he's like my uncle, mm-hmm. really, because like, that's all I know. He hit me up. And he said, hey, my friend has an um, organization. 
He does a poetry uh, poetry night every month. And um, he's been looking for vendors. Mm-hmm. This we ain't never vended. We yeah, ain't we've never, never did. Vended None of, I, me, per, I'm not a people's person. I, she's worked in retail, so she, not me. I don't know. I don't even talk to people. Like even at my job, I only talk to the bank. I don't talk to nobody. Yeah. But if you work there, so we're like, yeah, we got it. We don't got no. We don't got nothing. No. We don't got no merch, no nothing. We just know that what we got right now. Is it's purposeful for us, so I know it's gonna be purposeful for people, because the only way we started making jewelry is people was like, y'all should sell that. Yeah. So it was like, okay, you know, and then we set it down, the peop- but the we came back. It. The people wanted it, so it's always been about like people asking us to do stuff. Yeah. We, even now, we still do stuff for people that they don't necessarily pay their invoices. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so he hit us up randomly, and all this is a matter of six months. Yeah. So we go from high strung in an apartment that we hate. We move into a space with with light everywhere. Oh we my got God. a fucking skylight uh in the roof. We're into stones. We've incorporated uh not eating meat by this time. We not eating meat at, at all. all. Like yeah. at first it was just Mondays. Now we ain't even touching no meat. Like yeah. We move into this space. We start juicing. We still doing our yoga. All this shit is like on Tumblr somewhere. We've chronicled all all yeah. this shit. And um, it so started vibrating higher. We we did. Yeah. And um, we vin for the first time at Heart and Soul in yes. Houston, Texas. Thanks to Kevin Anderson and Robert Ross. I'm dropping names. Uh, the True Project. <laughs> yes. Um, And they give us a shot. And from there, that that was it. Yeah. People loved what we were doing. They loved our energy. They loved when what we were representing. Changed, it brought in. So much abundance. Man. Everything started taking care people. of itself. Yeah. Um, we met a, a guy who gardens in Fifth Ward. Um, Mr. Kelvin, Mr. Kelvin, at a at an event that we were doing, and I don't even think we sold. We might have sold two things at the event. Yeah, but we got so much fucking gain from Mr. Kelvin. It was like wow, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it it became, and even that day he told us, don't do it for the money. Don't ever do anything for money. Do it because you want to do it. Yeah, and so that's how we're here. That's how we. That's how we're. Here. That's how we're here. Um, that's how Ashay Cole kind of got her start. Yeah. It, it th- this has all been therapy for us. Everything we do has been like therapy. a therapeutic thing. Yes, everything. So, like I said, because it's becoming a thing to talk about mental health, I love that it's becoming more of the conversation. Yeah. But we had to get to this place to where we could even be comfortable telling y'all, this is what I suffer from. This is what I suffer from. A lot of time, it be pride. Mm-hmm. A lot of time it is ego that speaks for you that tell you you're not going through something. Yeah. Or, or you don't need to tell nobody. You need to handle it by yourself. And I'm here to tell you that. That, that makes you strong. It makes you tough. There is nothing yeah. weak about being vulnerable. Nothing weak about crying. It's nothing weak about feeling your feels, bro. Like yeah. anybody that make you feel like that, you need to distance yourself because that's something that's toxic for you. Mm-hmm. That you might even no- not even know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, we're just here sharing our experience, of course. But in this series, we're bringing um, someone who is, I believe, a psychotherapist. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That is going to give us some more in-depth 
Like, in the community. Yes, yes, of course. You know, we got to bring somebody from of the community. Course. Yeah, that's going to, that's that's for us, by, that's going to talk to us yeah. about how we deal with, because there's a lot of things that we face as black women, black people, period. Uh, specifically as black women, um, as lesbian women, non-binary women, masculine presenting women. Um, it's a lot yeah. of things that we face in society mm-hmm. that we don't even know contribute to the mental health things that we go through. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's very important that we have this conversation along with, you know, conversations that this may spark about mental health in our community. Yes. Yes, Lord. So. That was good. <laughs> I knew that this episode was going to be, like, good for me. And I used yeah. to, like, when I speak of, speak on anxiety or anything like that, I immediately start feeling something from it. Because mm-hmm. like you get anxious. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes even, like, saying anxiety is, like, I start thinking about Fuck the yeah. panic attacks and how they go and how they feel and all that. Definitely you know, and, So that's why I don't like to attach it to myself. Right. I know a lot of people, on they, they online, and every day you have certain people that talk about their anxiety or their depression like every day and i don't think they realize that they are you subconsciously you like, reliving it you bringing it to life you're keeping it alive every day so we kind of want to like detach from depression detach from anxiety and when, but know it when you see it and how to deal with it mm-hmm. but you don't want to attach it to you to where it's like this you, is who i am this is who i am right. this is what i have and be sen- be sensitive around me and treat me this kind of way and don't act like this no you want to be able to live normally every day and not have that like rule your life mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so is and is definitely mental health is a, a thing that you have to be um proactive with do not be reactionary when it comes to your mental health like for me personally um just watching the news I'm going to feel some type of way. So instead of just watching the news, I balance it out. I have to be thinking positive before I can even indulge in the latest fuck shit that's going exactly. on. I can't even indulge in it because I ain't, I ain't here yet. And Ashley said something very funny to me the other day. She said, girl, this is not the time to be playing with the news or playing with okay. your mental health. Because okay. you woo woo whooping. I'm like, you know so, what? You're right. The sun is... Yeah, I'm not getting as much yes, sun. exactly. I, I can't be looking at the news. Seasonal depression. Bro, this shit is real. Like, right now, we have longer nights. Mm-hmm. So... The sun go down faster. It's colder. It's... Yeah. They talking about that they doing something to hide sunlight. They already doing it. I don't... Uh, why would CNN even post that knowing that that's already going on? They already doing that. <laughs> So you have to create that light with inside your home. I started painting. Yeah. Uh, I got back into my music. Um, we detox. Yes. We take baths. Yeah. Um, just little also, things. Also, um, like having fire, like um, candlelight or a fireplace, anything that like represents like fire, the sun type of thing. You know, having have that, it like lit setting it in your house, in your house around this time. It's definitely, yeah. those things are definitely important Comfort because food. so many of us battle mental health issues that we don't even know. Yeah. It's so much that in our childhood we are triggered by, um, we don't even know. We don't even realize it. Me, I ask the hard questions because I want to know, why yeah. am I like this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Journaling. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. How can we forget Journaling is so good. It's important too. I can. I started journaling. I think three years ago. 
both of us probably, same time probably. so i can go back yeah and to date and now that's how i know when three things come like 360 i can literally go in my journal okay this time at this year this is what i was going through and i'm feeling kind of like oh my god yeah <laughs> i'm feeling away yeah. so i already know i need to not let this pattern go on i just thought of an idea what I, i'm not gonna say it on air of course okay but yeah but yeah um if you don't have a journal definitely get a journal that's a good way to keep up. Hell yeah. yeah. You, can, you can track your shit too. Like Good way to let things out. It's like, Don't. hold on. Let me see. If I'm feeling like this right now, I'm probably sure that I was feeling like this last year. Yeah. And I was feeling like this last year. So what did I do? to? Okay, this is what I need to do. That's what, I'm, that's what I say being proactive yes. with your depression. Like yes. me, sometimes I feel like I'm building up my anti-depression shit. <laughs> Just in case some shit pop up, yeah. and I already got something in my bank, so it's like, boop, boop, I already, okay, yeah, I'm good, check, all right, I'm all right now. Yeah. 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 So, you it's important to do those things. Yeah. Well, I hope this has been therapeutic for y'all. It's been, it's been therapeutic for me. Because I know I got my shit off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <No cap. sighs> but, yeah. Oh, my God. You gonna rap us or no? All right. She don't never want to Thank wrap you up. guys for tuning in. Um, I hope this was, you know, therapeutic. Hope you guys, if you're in a relationship and you're dealing with depression or anxiety, you can always reach out to us. For sure. We're pretty open, down to earth people. Our DMs are always open. Yeah. This is what we do, out, man. You know, this is what this space was created for. It was created for us to give us a voice, a place for us to kick our shoes off and feel at home and feel comfortable. That's why we call it house, house talk. talk. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you uh, liked this episode, share it. Keep the conversation going, please. Um, what else? rate us. Um, yeah, all that, all that good stuff. If you uh, would like to be a sponsor, sponsor, yes, hit our email. Hit us up. We so have we a can, great rate. Yeah, so we can put you in. It's like commercialing, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, marketing is like so huge. We we so want to give back. Up. It's all about putting everybody. We want everybody to get on. Make we sure y'all follow on. me at the Seafood Diet on Instagram. Come on, plug. <laughs> follow me at Word to My Locks. Um, hood and holistic, hood X holistic on Instagram. Also, XO Ashay Co. Man, if you're into metaphysical um, adornments, yes. Um, we have we have, we we have herbs and on I the think site. I'm gonna create a YouTube. I don't know. We're not gonna hold up to that. She's this is a good that. video. This needs to be on YouTube. I think so. This is gonna be on YouTube, you guys. This is- so search it, hood and holistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And please keep in mind that this is a three-part series. This is a three-part series. So we are bringing, yeah. uh, you know, people a professional that, end. that are going to be able to give you specific names to what you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace.